Hi, friends. My name is Chloe Taylor, the host of CozyCast. CozyCast is designed to assist you on your journey of co-creating your reality with the universe. I'll share tips, tricks, and stories on self-help, astrology, and spirituality to encourage and support you on your path to your dream life. So put on your fuzzy socks, grab a warm drink, and get cozy with me every Tuesday for a weekly dose of magic and self-care. Hi there, friends. Um, welcome back to Cozy Cast. I hope you guys, hopefully, I mean, if you're driving, obviously, don't get too comfortable. I don't want you all falling asleep at the wheel, especially for those of you that are dealing with a lot of snow right now, which we technically are where I live. Uh, but, you know, I hope you guys are cozy, maybe starting your day with me. Uh, maybe you're actually home for the day or what have you. Um, hi, this episode is going to be a little bit more off the cuff and I literally have like minimal bullet points for this and it's just going to be me kind of expressing to you guys where I've been because we haven't had an episode of Cozy Cast since February 27th. It has been the better part of a year since we've come back to this project and I've just, wow, <laughs> um, so much has happened. So I do want to first express right off the bat that this project was never supposed to be something that was meant to be super consistent. Like it was something that I was like, oh, if I have time for this, like I think this is a really cool project. I love it. Talking is something that's a really big strong suit for me. I'm a Gemini moon. I'm a Sagittarius rising. Um, I have a lot of mutable energy in my birth chart, period. And I'm like communication is like really high on my list of things. Um, I'm also a sun moon in the sixth house for those of you that are into astrology. I'm like very like Mercury is very present in my chart, which is our communicator. But, um, you know, I really do love talking and I think that's why I've always kind of done something online that revolved around my voice being present for parts of it. So, uh, this project though, even when I started it, it was never meant to be something that like I knew when I started it, if I ran out of time or got unmotivated or whatever it was, there was already a precedent set with cozy cast that I said, this is the first thing that gets cut off. Like if I get too overwhelmed with work or what have you, this is the first thing that I'm going to cut off and I'll just do it when I have time. Even though out of all of the things I do online, which if you guys are unaware, links down below, I have a gaming channel, a lifestyle channel, both on YouTube, a Twitch channel where I read tarot a couple days a week, um, two podcasts, this one, and then one other one that will be coming back January, 2020 that I co-host with my twin flame. Uh, you know, we have so, I do so many things <laughs> online. That's just me. I'm somebody who's just constantly all over the place. I love the creative process and I don't think you would ever be able to nail me down to one thing. I just, I just don't. And I actually, that's something I really want to talk about today. Um, a lot of you guys that have followed me for years and years and years, we are going to hit a little bit on the gaming industry and kind of what has changed and where I've come from. Mainly, this is just me kind of expressing for the last like 10 months where the hell I've been, what's been going on and all that fun jazz. So back in February 
I actually went, if you guys know me from my coffee gaming channel, link down below, uh, there is content actually actively being published there for the first time in almost an entire year. But I went on like a major hiatus in the beginning of February. It was an indefinite hiatus. And mostly there was a lot of reasons for this. I'm going to touch on the couple major points, but first and foremost, my sister had passed away in 2017. I talk about this all the time. It was a huge transforming point in my life that changed literally my entire life. This instance changed my entire life. And it was a catalyst for such spiritual growth for me as a person. And I literally changed within a matter of months, my entire spiritual upbringing, which if you guys didn't know, I was born and raised Mormon. I now consider myself to be more on the line of an eclectic witch. However, sometimes I feel like even the title of witch doesn't really fit my own belief system. I just consider myself to be like a spiritual person. Um, I'm open to a lot of things and Basically, though, I was born and raised Mormon, and I was kind of already out of Mormon religion when this happened, but um, I I feel like I kind of like started to find my spiritual path and find myself right after that. I went vegan right after that, which I still am. It's been two years, over two years. Uh, like my whole life, I feel like literally it made me question if I died tomorrow, you know, my sister was only 30. Uh, if I died tomorrow, what would I want? to leave behind? What would I want to, you know, who would I want to be in this world? And that really left me with something that I had to kind of chew on for a while and figure that out. I also think that I went back to work, quote unquote, and I say it with major quotes because though what I do, as you guys heard, all the different projects that I run and I'm like the head of almost all of them, except for the Twin Flames podcast, which is a joint thing. Uh, I'm the head of all of them. You know, I am the CEO of every single other endeavor. Nobody helps me. I don't have editors. Um, I prefer to do everything on my own and alone. But because of all of that, I feel like I didn't really give myself the appropriate time to heal afterwards. And I went straight back to work, which I think was a good thing at the time. It was helpful for me to have something that I enjoyed that was inspiring, that you know, I, I like doing versus just sitting and twiddling my thumbs consistently. But I do feel like that really led me to have major burnout, uh, in the gaming industry in particular. And I have to tell you, we're going to bring up astrology consistently. That's kind of who I am now. Astrology has always been a big part of my life, but over the last two years, it has become my life. Uh, I'm like really heavily invested in astrology, but I'm a Taurus, guys. That's one thing I can always vouch for Taurus. People, for some reason, want to label Taurus as lazy. But tell me why my father, who is also a Taurus son in the sixth house, is the most hardworking person I know, is an entrepreneur and completely works for himself. And literally, I've seen him work crazy hours. I've seen myself, who is also a son in the sixth, work crazy hours to make money for my family, you know, like my, me and my husband and our three cats. So, and I've seen him do that to provide for my massive family. So that's one thing I'll say for Taurus is they do not give up easily. So recognize that if I was willing to give up on something, I had been fucking through it. 
<laughs> um, I consistently worked on my gaming channel from that point in late 2017 all the way until now in early 2019 when it never really took off again. Like my gaming channel just started to slowly deplete. And honestly, this is where the spiritual aspects start to come in. Um, so much happened. Like I went to Sims camp London, which was incredible, such an amazing experience that I would never, ever regret. I loved doing it. I loved getting to go overseas. It was so, so incredible. It ruined me for traveling because now all I want to do is travel out of the country. <laughs> but, um, if you guys didn't know, Sims camp is like this event that EA hosts usually once a year where they hand select a few creators that play the game, the Sims and create content, whether it's a blog, a website, Twitch, etc. Uh, and they hand select a few people to go and test out expansions before they come out. And I have been graciously blessed by the universe to get to attend two of those in my lifetime thus far. Uh, one was in London, one was over, well, I'm not in California, but one was in San Francisco, which is not as far from me. But I like even coming home from that trip, like there's kind of a part of that I want to discuss as well, but I lost my voice for a month an entire month, which as I've expressed, I really love talking. It's kind of what makes my world go round. I'm such a communicator by nature. It's what I love doing more than anything else is just talking. Like I am that bitch that if you are at my house until 5am, even if I am dead tired, I will be the last person to go to bed because I want to have the conversation. I want to converse. And like, I'm never usually the one to say bye first, unless I'm really not enjoying like someone's company. Like, I guess that's, I shouldn't be telling my secrets, but if I'm the one that's getting off the phone for like no good reason, it's because I'm not enjoying the conversation. It is very, very, very rare. Um, I'm somebody who can talk and talk and talk and talk. But basically, you know, I feel like there were so many signs of burnout coming on. I got sick for an entire month and I was so frustrated during that entire process. I was not allowing my body to rest. Like I would for a few days and then I would just cry and get mad again. Like, Oh, my channel's dying. I can't do anything about it. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, because if you guys don't know in the YouTube industry, if you don't have some level of consistency, like that's not going to run in your favor. Like you kind of have to have some level of consistency. And unless you're like really, really, really big, like Shane Dawson, I feel like can be as inconsistent as he wants and it doesn't really matter. But for most creators, you have to have some level of consistency. And so that was really detrimental. And I feel like it was just like one thing after another. I had been struggling to make my channel work for over a year at that point. Nothing was working. And then when I went to Sims Camp London, I was honestly kind of amazed that I even got invited, not because I don't feel like I was worthy of it, but, and I was still creating content actively, but I don't really feel like my channel was growing the way that it should have been, quote unquote. I say quotes because is there really a way that things should happen? I feel like that's just us trying to control things always, but I felt like I just wasn't really progressing or growing. And... I will kind of never forget this. This was another big deciding factor in my hiatus from gaming for 10 months or so. Um, now, I did do some work on and off in those 10 months, but nothing was consistent up until now. So um, when I decided to go on this indefinite hiatus, something that had happened prior on this trip was... I feel like this is stuff that people don't talk about, and I'm not going to get too deep into it either because... 
it is my story, but I'm not here to shit on the community. I'm not here to like, that is not, I'm literally sharing this for the purpose of sharing my story and where I've come from and my healing journey, not to implicate anybody else, not to like, we're not here to serve tea. That's not why we're here. I would never, I'm never going to be that person. Uh, might be a Gemini moon, but I am not here to start drama. But without getting too heavily invested into it, I think the thing that people don't talk about a lot in the industry, um, and this doesn't even have to be in the gaming industry. This is like in any online industry, when you get to go to like corporate events, um, you know, it looks so fun and so fancy and so many people make this their goal. And I would be honored to ever get to attend something again. Don't get me wrong. It's a huge honor. I'm not ungrateful by any means, humongous honor to get to do that. But the thing is that people don't really talk about, and maybe they do, and I just don't talk to the right people. Nobody talks about how people aren't there to make friends. Like, it might look cute to the outside, and don't get me wrong. I, I'm like, I know I'm sitting here stipulating, but I just don't want people to walk away with a nasty taste in their mouth. There are people that are like that, like myself, like that are there to make friends with people that are truly genuine. There are people in the industry that are so who they are online. Like they are the same person when you meet them. And I have met people like that and in the industry at these events, like there are people like that. But the bulk of them are just there to network and to see what they can get from you and see what your numbers are and play this comparison game and see, oh, it's a good move for me to be talking to you for my channel or what have you. And it's kind of like the dark side of the industry, in my opinion. Like, I don't blame other creators for doing that. I think it's good for business. I understand, like, why it's an important thing and a business model to kind of strive for. But that's never going to be me, you guys. Like, I am someone who is so truly genuine. I come from a place of the heart. I'm so guarded with my energy and who I will share it with because of experiences like this, because of going to these massive corporate events that are, again, so special and such an honor. But there are people that just aren't genuine. There are so many people that just aren't genuine. And that was like so disheartening for me to learn. It was like this event, it was like I got to pull back the curtain and I was like, oh, there's a lot of people in this industry that are like that. Like, and I couldn't believe it. I was so like, you know, online, I feel like the Sims community in particular really portrays itself as being this like big group of friends. And we all want to have like a Sim event where everybody can go like a Sims con and we'll all just go and hang out with our best friends and yada, 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 yada. But I think what a lot of people don't stop and think about is it is very much still a business. YouTube and Twitch and these websites and blogs, these are people's livelihoods. And so there is a very much business side of it. Even having the event is for corporations to get the message out about their product, about these expansions. It's not just sitting and playing a game next to all your friends. Like it's, it's more than that. You're there working in a really big way. So I think for somebody as like soft and genuine as me, I just have a really hard time with that. And I fully admit that that's me. That's my experience. That's how I handle things. And maybe I'm just not built for the corporations type, type stuff. Like I said, it was a huge honor to go. I would always be honored to do it at any other time. Um, 
but I just like the first time I went to Sims camp back in 2000 and I think it was 16. I went in 2016 and then again in 2018. I think that's correct. Um, in 2016, when I went, I felt like I, I was such like a socially anxious, awkward, hadn't really done a lot of self-healing. I felt like I didn't deserve to be there. Like it was, it was blew my mind. I was so honored. I met so many great people, but I felt so small, but not because anybody made me feel small. I made myself feel small. I couldn't believe that I even received an invitation. I couldn't understand why anybody would want me to come to anything. I didn't feel like I was valuable. And then the second round, I did feel like I was worthy. I'd worked on myself. I felt valuable. I felt like I quote unquote deserved to be there. And because I was like, not in a cocky way, but in like a self-empowered way, it was just a totally different experience. <laughs> and I got to like, I don't even know how to explain that. Like it just, uh, it was just a lot. And I think that was a big part of the lead up to my big hiatus. And my channel just wasn't growing. Every time I would upload a video, I was losing thousands of subscribers. Uh, people weren't viewing my content in the same way. I was working so hard, like, Harder than I probably ever have on video creation, I was spending anywhere from 16 to 20 hours producing one video, trying to make it perfect, putting in sound effects, doing face cam with a really nice DSLR, um, you know, learning different editing techniques. I was upping my skill, which I think is a big part of the territory as well in content creation is you have to constantly be learning and up leveling what you're doing. And it got to a point though, where if I had been making more money, I needed to have an editor. Like I couldn't be doing it all. I couldn't be running two podcasts, two YouTube channels, a Twitch channel, also making time for my home and my spouse, like and travel and events. And like, there was just no, there wasn't enough time in the day to be me. <laughs> and I think slowly, and when I say slowly, it drug out for a year. <laughs> I think slowly I just started to crumble and something else to know about my personality. I am extremely mentally quick. Like I, we're going to draw it back to astrology again. I'm a sun, moon, and the sixth. So both my sun and my moon are in the house of Virgo, which Virgo is ruled by Mercury, very mentally quick. I'm a Gemini moon ruled by Mercury, very mentally quick. Um, those two things alone right there, or three things I think I just mentioned, my mind does not stop. I have to actively create routines that slow me down. If I don't meditate... I am a messy fucking person. Like I just, I'm the kind of person that I get so amped up and driven. If you guys are familiar with the tarot, I am like the knight of swords all the time. Like I am just on wanting to create yesterday alone. I think I worked like 16 hours because I get so invested in all the projects that I'm doing that I just want to finish them. I just want to finish and finish and finish. And I will put two weeks worth of work on my plate to do it in a day. And I think this is where that Taurus slash like lazy trait comes out. Why people say this is yes, I know how to work hard, but I also know how to relax hard. And what I will do to myself that is so destructive that I still haven't figured out a way to navigate it is I will work because I just can't stop. Like I am so mentally quick that, and I, 
I just don't slow down. I don't know how to stop that. I will just want to keep pushing. Like even if I tried to lay down and calm down and like relax and not work, I'm just thinking about work and how I want to get up and keep working. So I would just, I totally just lost my train of thought. Oh, this is where the Taurus nature comes out though, is I thrive. Oh my gosh, I thrive. I thrive on like two weeks of heavy work, like long ass hours, so much work. And then I'll take six weeks off and do nothing and just like be someone responding to comments and like being active on Instagram and Twitter. And that's it. Like I will be someone that just doesn't like do video creation for like six week blocks because I've gotten all my work for those six weeks out of the way. That's just how I enjoy working. I like to work really, really, really hard and take really long extended breaks. And unfortunately, I wasn't taking any breaks during this time. I was just working really, 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 really hard. And I told myself I had to upload every day. I told myself that I had to upload every day on like my, my gaming channel and three times a week on my other channel. And I needed to have these two podcasts every week. And I needed to have my Instagram every single day, a new post, like, and mind you, I'm also a photographer by nature. So my Instagram isn't just like, Oh, this thing's cool. Let me take a picture on my phone with this. It's like scheduling photo shoots, taking a few hours out to edit those photos, writing. I'm also a writer by nature. So writing out these long, extensive posts for every single day and like trying to make all of this fit into my schedule. And frankly, I needed to cut some shit out. <laughs> so it got to a point where my channel wasn't growing. I was spending so much time and energy, mostly on YouTube, more than anything else. Coffee, my gaming channel was getting the most attention from me, not from everyone else. And I wasn't seeing the results. I was spending so much time putting one video together just for it to flop basically. And I tried everything. I would look at the industry and try to see what everybody else was doing and see like, oh, I can do this challenge or this little video and maybe it will like get some hits. Like I got so invested in the numbers game that I just burnt out slowly over time. I just like, I think I worked four months past burnt out. And I got to a point where I was so burnt out. My body literally got sick. As I was saying for over a month, I couldn't talk. And I just, I was in such a state of, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my life. Like I'm no longer making a decent income from YouTube, even though I've worked so hard for this. I don't feel passionate about anything. I feel like my channel is dead. I feel like I'm not worthy. And something else to know about me is I derive a lot of my own self-worth from the work that I can create. Um, and you could sit here and say these are all like first world problems. Oh my God, just cancel yourself and go out and get a nine to five job. But on a spiritual level, I don't even support that idea. I don't think that we as humans should be working nine to five. And it's scientifically proven. I don't know what the exact study is, but it is scientifically proven that if we let people work six hours instead of eight hours a day, they get the same amount of work done with the same level of efficiency and they're happier because morale is happier because they're working less. Ugh, I hate capitalism so much. I don't really want to get into politics right now, but I fucking hate capitalism. So... 
I don't support that concept. I think going to work for a nine to five, doing something that you actually hate is a waste of life. That's just how I see things. And I'm not telling you that if you work a nine to five, that you're fucking wasting your life. If that's what you need to do for you, like go for it. I totally condone your efforts. I'm just speaking from my own personal, how I feel about my life. So please don't take it personally. I'm not taught like you go out and make that paper boo. But for me, I don't support that idea. I feel like we as humans should be allowed to create and uh, do, do the internal work, work towards ourselves, work in a way that is constructive for us and not necessarily work in a mind numbing reality that doesn't support or facilitate humans at all. Um, I believe it's all like social construct. And like I said, I don't really want to get that political right now, but I just don't support that concept and I will do anything to not go back to a nine to five because I've done it. <laughs> I've done it. I did it for years before becoming a content creator. And even though I feel like in a lot of ways I work harder in content creation than I ever have at a nine to five, I, I, I can honestly say that I work harder now than I ever have at a nine to five, but I'm so inspired and passionate about what I'm doing that it doesn't really feel like work. I feel like I'm making a difference in my life and in others. And that fuels me, you know, it gives me a sense of purpose and a sense of passion. So in February, I decide I'm going to take this big hiatus. I have no intention to come back to my gaming channel at this point, none like, but then I realized that my family cannot survive on just my husband's income alone. So I'm so frustrated, you know, I am like screaming at the universe for months. Why are you doing this? Why did you take this away from me? I don't understand. Da, 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 da. Just being like this arrogant little piece of shit that is just questioning all the motives of the universe. Oh my God, my ears are ringing right now. The universe is like, yeah, bitch, you were being a piece of shit. Um, being a little piece of shit and just questioning all of the universe's motives for everything. And just not really focusing on like healing of the self, just being angry about like why this isn't working. I've worked so hard. Why would you give me all this like beauty and amazement to take it all away from me? Uh, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand for months. And I tried to do things here and there out of control. Like I tried streaming on Twitch full time more than once and would flop and hated it. And like, don't get me wrong at my core, I'm a communicator. I'm somebody who really thrives, like I said, on talking. So of course, so much of that is easy for me to entertain that way. However, so much of it is not easy when you're forcing it and not letting it flow naturally. So I tried to teach spirituality content on my channel for a while. Um, it went okay. There are a lot of people that are very appreciative of it and I love that. Um, I also attempted to go back to doing gaming. I did gaming what I considered full-time Twitch hours. To me, full-time Twitch hours is a minimum of 20 hours a week on Twitch streaming live. And I say that because so much of the work for Twitch is also back-end work that you don't see. I feel like if you are live for eight hours a day, five days a week, that's more than full-time Twitch because there's so much stuff behind the scenes that goes into that that people don't see. Um, so to me, that was full-time Twitch. I think I was doing like 24 to 25 hours a week, which was a lot. Um, and that's just a way that I don't enjoy working. I've already expressed to you guys, I prefer to work really, really, really hard for a few weeks and then take huge breaks. 
um, like literally work 18 hours, 16, 18 hours a day for like two and a half, three weeks even, and then take huge chunks of time off, um, is just really how I prefer to do things. I don't feel like it's the healthiest thing. I think it's something I still need to work on, but it's definitely how I behave. Um, so, you know, I'm, while this is going on, my husband and I are rapidly accumulating debt. Um, and he is somebody who is so sweet, would love for me to keep working on my passions, does not want me to go out and sign up for a job. I mean, my husband makes really good money doing what he does. He really does. He is so well paid for what he does. He loves his job, which is a even bigger bonus, but frankly, it's really not enough for two people. <laughs> it's really not. And our, even with our rent being as cheap as it is, it's not enough for two people with three cats. It's not enough. Um, so we're accumulating debt very slowly over the course of this year. And that's a huge stressor. And I feel like this whole year, astrologically speaking, again, my solar return chart for this year is all eighth house, which is the house of Scorpio, which is the house of spirituality, transformation, um, it's the house of the occult, the psychic gifts, things like that. And I do feel genuinely that this year has been very hermity. <laughs> like I couldn't tell you the last time I spent time with a local friend. I think it was, gosh, when's the last time I saw my friend Amelia? Because it's been that long. <laughs> Whenever I saw my one friend, I think it's been at least like six weeks. I'm going to say at least, at least, um, I don't really spend a lot of time with like outside people. I'm very hermity. I, and there's a part of me that says I'm not in a place socially to have a lot of friendships. I have a lot of virtual friends, which love that for me. Uh, but in terms of like IRL connections to people, I don't really have a lot of those. And there's a part of me that says I'm not really open to social connection because I am so busy. But then there's like this whole other part that's like, yeah, but don't be so busy working on the dream that you forget to live the dream. You know, I don't know. I have a lot of feelings on that. But throughout this process, I got a lot of downtime to pray to the universe, to talk with my spirit guides, to read a lot of tarot, to connect with a lot of people spiritually, virtually, um, to really work on myself. And I will tell you this, you guys, having all of this time, I'm, I'm grateful, though I do feel like there's going to be a big payment on it because, like I said, debt has definitely been piling up. Um, I feel like I've really this year been given the opportunity to heal from so much. Um, and I genuinely, I don't really know where the future is going to take me. I don't. I have no idea. But I really do feel like this point in time in my life has been so monumentous because it has allowed me to heal from things that I never thought I would heal from. Um, for instance, I don't want to get too heavily into this because it is so deeply personal. Um, this whole entire year, I hadn't spoken to my mother in 10 months. I pretty well cut her out of my life at the beginning of 2019 and just didn't really like there was so much healing childhood healing that needed to happen and not because my mother was so crazy abusive or did all these a b and c wrong there was just so much 
conditioning that was involved in my childhood. And I think I heavily blamed my mother for a lot of those things. And she and I have since talked it out and actually reconciled. And it's like literally a Yuletide miracle because it's just, the universe is just wild. (laughs) But I hadn't spoken to my mother in this really, really long chunk of time. And I was so angry at her. I was angry at her for so many little instances that I'm not even going to get into because it's so not important anymore. But I was so angry at her. I was so like, ah, I think every day I thought about it and was mad for months about just different things, different ways of how she and I had communicated over the years, different uh, things that had been said to me or put upon me or pressed into me. And I spent the entirety of this year unbecoming everything that I'm not. And I don't want to start crying because it has just been such an insane year. I truly feel like I have unbecome like, guys, I don't have social anxiety anymore. Like, I have gone through such deep healing by just doing things for myself that integrate me with myself every single day, keeping small promises to myself and moving forward in journaling, cutting back on communication with people that I felt like were not facilitating that growth. And I was able to completely come full circle and see the ways in which my actions have hurt things or change people's perception of me. Like even the friends that I walked away from in 2017 and 2018, even the friends that I walked away from, though I took responsibility for a lot of the things that I did at the time, I take even more responsibility for that now. And if you guys haven't seen or listened to the episode on Twin Flames Pod for Toxic Friendships, please be sure you do. Um, That's an episode that me and my twin flame put together where I open up a little bit more about those experiences. But even now, like I just feel like I'm able to see my life and the world from such a different lens. I'm able to like, even when somebody is just coming at me with anger, which also has recently happened. And like, I've had somebody just like yelling at me over things that weren't even involved. They weren't even involved in. They just wanted me to fix it. And I'm not going to get too heavily invested in that either, because that one really, I don't think has been completely cleared up yet. But even looking at like arguments, I'm able to see past them. I'm able to see, oh, you're not upset because of this surface level thing. You're upset because you're not being seen, heard and felt. Or you're upset because you feel like there's a lack of control in your life and somebody else is dangling it over you. Or I'm able to just really see things for what they are instead of just taking everything at surface value. And I feel like this year, even though it's been really hard financially and hard creatively, it was necessary. Like I feel like now with all of the knowledge and intuition and um, spiritual upgrades (laughs) that I have gone through over this year, have just truly transformed me. Like I said, I don't even think I have social anxiety anymore. It is my personal belief. And this is something that I kind of want to talk about on twin flames pod in the future, because it's really more our angle. Um, I truly believe that social anxiety is just a, a self denial of the self. It is 
not feeling worthy of the self. And so we are constantly afraid of what everyone else thinks of us or what everyone else, how everyone else perceives us. And we don't know how to stand up and use our voice appropriately because it's been conditioned in one way or another that we are unworthy and that we are the problem and we need to struggle. And I feel like my eyes have just been like dramatically open to that and like, no, actually I am unconditional love at my core and bliss. And I have the power to create, be, and do anything that I want to. And what other people's perception of me is like is a, frankly, none of my business and B it has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with how they perceive the world and how they handle themselves and what has been conditioned onto them. So, and I think that thought right there is life-changing. That thought, if you can really get it through your head, if you're somebody who struggles with that, that one thought right there that what others think of you, like I know we say it all the time that, oh, that, that has way more to do with them than you, but no, really break that down. Like every single person on the planet is conditioned in one way or another from their previous experience or from the experiences around them, from their parents, their friends, people around them, the experiences that they've had. And when they perceive something in their reality that they don't agree with, it's, it's their issue. It has nothing to do with you being wrong. <laughs> we as a society make those rules up. We're born with nothing. And I think the more and more and more I've dove into that and kind of realized that I've come out of my shell and become my own person. And I'm not afraid of who I am. And I'm not afraid to express myself. And I'm not afraid to be exactly who I am. So I don't believe it. I think this year really did help me overcome social anxiety, taking all this time out. I'm not saying it doesn't crop up from time to time. There's always those little self-doubt thoughts that I feel like all of us have to some degree, but we can listen to them and work with them. And that's something I really want to hit on with this podcast going forward. I'm sorry if this episode has been all over the place. Uh, I feel like I had a lot to say, but it's like I said, this one is like the least planned and totally off the cuff, but that's something I really want to touch on with this episode is that I really want to make cozy self-care Tuesday a thing. And for those of you that have followed me for a long time, you may know about this. You may not. Um, oh, before we go into this though, I do want to touch back on that whole fiasco with my mom. I don't think I really closed it up, but basically didn't speak to her for 10 months. And I think Ultimately, this was one of the biggest tests of me coming into full-blown adulthood that I ever could have experienced because I cut her off. I knew it wasn't going to be forever. Like I'm in my heart, I feel like I really did know that it wasn't going to be forever, but I felt like kind of like Selena Gomez has been saying, I needed to lose her to love me because as a child, I was so integrated with my mom and we were very, 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 very close and I think that led to a lot of her perceptions of how her reality works bleeding onto me. I think it's natural. It's normal for that to happen with any parental figure. And I was learning to unbecome everything I'm not. And I put a lot of blame on her for conditioning certain things into me. However, what I've come to realize is that none of that is actually her fault. It all stems from you know, echoes of generations doing this. And 
though I had issue with my mother, I had to look at that and say, what did your mother do that made you this way? And what did her mother do? And when I really looked at the family history of it, dating back to my great grandmother, I was like, oh, this really makes a lot of sense. Um, and so that's like the biggest thing and biggest lesson that I've taken away from 2019 thus far is that, you know, things can echo down through generations, but healing can do the same thing. The line can stop with you. If you feel like any of what I'm saying is resonating with you, that line can stop with you. You know, trauma can echo through an entire generation, but so can healing. And that's something that the holistic psychologist says on Instagram. Please make sure you follow her page. She's incredible. So much of how I lead my life now is inspired by a lot of the things that she writes about. We have a lot of similar ideal ideals and modalities about life. Um, we're not friends or anything. Like, I don't know her, but I just follow her and admire her from afar. So my mother and I did finally patch things up. And I think honestly, because I executed that boundary of I'm just not going to have you in my life if I can't be myself. And it was a big, long, harsh boundary. But during that time, I went through my own healing. And I've talked about this with her, so I feel really okay discussing it. But I went through my own major self-healing path. And I kind of had to double back at the end of it. I mean, I think I'm always going to be ever evolving and ever changing, but I had to double back and start to love my mother for exactly who she is in the moment, because that's what I was asking for from her. I needed to be loved for who I am in the moment. And that's another thing you can't really receive unless you're giving that same thing. And so my own healing really led me full circle into this state of acceptance. And now we've patched things up, talked things over. It got so much better. Um, and I'm so grateful if, if daddy Jupiter, which is the season right now, we're in Sagittarius season, Jupiter rules over Sagittarius. If daddy Jupiter did one thing for me this year, it was patch things up with my mother in a way that for the last like five or six years, I never thought was going to be possible. So just crazy. So that's really a big thing I want to talk about with this podcast. We have new episodes coming out every single Tuesday. I want to make the hashtag cozy self-care Tuesday a thing. For those of you that have been following me for a long time, I used to do, and now I'm doing again, something called self-care Tuesday. And what self-care Tuesday is for me is starting my day with meditation on a Tuesday. And this can look different for you. You know, yours might be totally different than mine, but I start my day with meditation. And on this day, I prep for it. This is my day. And you can do this. You can scatter this throughout every single day if you're able to. But on Tuesday specifically, I prepare for this the night before I get a good night's sleep. I make sure that the house is clean because when the house is a mess, it's something that stresses me out. <laughs> I make sure the house is clean. I make sure any chores that I wanted to get done are done. I make sure any work that I wanted to get done is done. And if it's not done, I've put it in my planner to catch up with it on Wednesday. And I don't turn on my big base computer at all on self-care Tuesday if I can avoid it. Like there might be one little snag or something that I have to correct right in the morning. But other than that, I do my best not to even turn it on. Um, I keep on my favorite pair of PJs. <laughs> I drink a lot of ice water out of a fancy wine glass. I usually pick a Netflix show or something, um, that I'm going to watch that day. I usually always make sure that I have groceries for whatever like meal I want that day for lunch. I usually make like a really 
uh, usually I make sushi, if I'm being honest. I, I make a lot of sushi for Self-Care Tuesday because I know how to make my own. <laughs> and so usually I'll do sushi because it is a tedious process and it's something I really enjoy. But I will start my day with self-healing, which um, that, again, holistic psychologist, please check her out. This is not like a sponsor or anything. She's just fantastic. I start my day with self-healing where I'll maybe read my tarot cards. I'll journal something. I'll check in with myself and ask if there's anything that feels unresolved that needs to be meditated on or if there's, you know, what have you. And if there really is nothing, which is rare, then I will just get straight into my, I want to say almost industry-based self-care because I feel like in in like the consumerism world, we have a projected idea of what self-care looks like and it's bubble baths and face masks and Netflix and wine, you know? Uh, but I will always start with anything that is the unbecoming of me, you know, or unbecoming the parts of me that don't need to be there. So this could also be working on limiting beliefs, limiting beliefs around money, limiting beliefs around beauty, limiting beliefs around whatever it might be. I will do exercises to work on those. I will journal, you know, do things that force me to do the internal work. And next week we have an episode talking about doing the work. So you guys will learn a little bit more about that, but I'll start my day there. And then I basically, it's like when you think about the best version of yourself, Tuesday, self-care Tuesday is the day that I genuinely show up as that person always. And that is me. It's not another person in an alternate reality. I try to show up as them every day, but on Tuesday, that is the day that I always show up as them. I always show up as my higher self on Tuesdays. And I just spend the day taking care of myself. I might take a bath. I might lay on the couch and watch Netflix all day because that's something I don't allow myself to do during the week because I think it's counterproductive. Um, I will catch up with a family member or a friend on the phone. A lot of times I don't talk on the phone on Self-Care Tuesday, though. It's kind of my day. I try not to give away my time to others if I can avoid it. Um, I will, you know, drink my ice water, have my sushi. I will just really take care of myself and my well-being. And I spend all day doing this until my husband gets home. And then we usually have a nice home cooked meal together. We talk about our days. We catch up. This is a good day where if you guys are like budgeting as a couple, go over your budget in the evening, because I do think that that is self-care worthy. Um, you know, so I'm calling it cozy self-care Tuesday, cozy with a K. So use that hashtag. And I want those of us that are doing the internal work, but also doing the loving acts for yourself, doing that internal work of unbecoming who you are not. I want us to create a community of people that are doing that, that are becoming the versions of them or not even becoming You're unbecoming the parts of you that are not you and just being yourself. That's really what cozy self-care Tuesday is about. So even if all you have is 15 minutes or you spent your time listening to this podcast and that was it for you, I encourage you to at least journal or something of that nature, but share it with me. 
go to Instagram, go to Twitter, use the hashtag. I'm going to be reposting as many of you guys as I possibly can. Um, go to the hashtag, see other members of us that are doing that. Um, I will have my post up as well. So please, please, please use the hashtag. We're going to do this every Tuesday together as much as I can. If I get overwhelmed, we may have a break in podcast episodes, but for the entire month of December, you can expect an episode every Tuesday because they're already all pre-recorded. But um, I love you guys so, 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 so much. Thank you for listening to my crazy journey of the last, like, it's really more than a year. It's been like the last two years, but thank you for listening to my crazy journey. I can't wait to share more of it with you. I'm since now returned to my gaming channel and I'm just like doing the bare minimum, doing the basics, getting back to what I love and also creating in new and interesting ways, which like I said in the future, I'm sure we'll talk about it again, but I love you guys so much. Have a wonderful, cozy self-care Tuesday and I will be back here with you guys next Tuesday. Bye. If you really loved what you heard today, be sure to leave me a review or even better, come support me on my main hub, Anchor, linked in the show notes. And if you'd love even more cozy in your life, be sure to follow me around the web, including a YouTube channel, Instagram, Twitter, and even a website. Share your listening experience in your stories or tweet it out. I'd love to chat with you. Use hashtag cozy self-care Tuesday so I can lurk on your weekly self-care routines. Again, that's K-O-Z-Y self-care Tuesday. I look forward to interacting with you. Remember, when you shine, you give others permission to do the same. So fill your cup and share of your light with the world. You are valuable just as you are. I'll talk to you guys again next Tuesday. Mm-hmm.